This is Tyler's jam. Man. Don't look me directly in the eye, though. Yes. <laughs> per his contract, <laughs> all eye contact shall be side eye or less. Welcome to the Innovation Overground, the front porch of academic innovation, where we find the coolest university technologies so that you don't have to. Um, we want to add to the volume of some of those innovations and hopefully help propel them towards a place where they become an actual thing on a shelf somewhere. Thank you for joining us. My name is Charlie Litton. I'm joined by Tyler Scher, PhD in science wizard. What's going on, Tyler? Hey, hey, not a whole lot. Okay. It's a good day. How are you doing, Charlie? Not bad. Thanks for asking. Uh, my, yeah. I'm also joined by uh, Joe Rungi. Uh, I have that effect on people. Dr. Law Dog and Entrepreneurial Werewolf. You need to check his Twitter feed to understand those gags. But uh, then again, you might not because he's fairly inactive on that. I don't think fairly is even necessary. But I am fairly insistent that everyone please take a moment to review the podcast and rate it. Please tell your friends about us. We're looking to become the front porch for academic innovation worldwide. Not just academic. Talking. Words. Also, words are hard. Please also take a moment to look at the future technology. Every week it's something cool. But this week... Especially so. It is. Uh, we hope it's always uh, interesting. Um, but we do want to tell the stories on a much wider scale. So you uh, getting out there and help spreading the word about us uh, helps us do that. So that said, I think it's time we went over something that Tyler mentioned in passing here. Uh, we're walking down the halls and he was he just having to mention. He kind of blew right by it. Apparently, you were almost a pastor. I was actually, yeah. Yeah, I actually, no, I actually preached sermons uh, in, in collaboration with uh, a friend at a small rural church in Kansas for a summer. Wait, I thought you South in, Dakota. I was in Bible school, yeah, down in Manhattan, Kansas, yep. I wanted to I, I thought, wanted to get a Bible degree, and I wanted to get an engineering degree at the same time. You had to do and that do like, med- do like well, I guess missions. Kansas is place as any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what, yeah. what derailed the uh, the... Yeah, so I mean, there's a whole that's a whole long conversation, but part of it, um, part of it was you know a- attending a-, a funeral of basically like an adopted grandpa of mine. So he's a, a very strong man of faith, and this was while I was in college. Um, and where did you do your? Is this undergrad then? Yep, this was still an undergrad. So you were undergrad yeah, yeah. at? I was still at, uh, actually. I might have been up in Lincoln already at that point. Okay. Um, uh, but so he was a very, very strong conviction, just a strong man of, of, of strong Christian faith for his entire life. And they did this, you know, you may have been to a funeral where they have kind of a video and they do kind of sort of like an interview. He, he had a sense that things weren't going well health wise for, for like six months. I, I, he, was, he was terminally ill. So the, his, his pastor recorded a video with him. Um, okay. and it, it surprised me. I mean, he's, he, he was ready to go to heaven. Um, just strong faith and conviction, but there came a point in the video where he he clearly um, stated that he he was asked, you know, are you ready? And he was, and I think it surprised the pastor. He's no, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I, I still. There's so I don't want to die. There's so much more I wish I could do on this earth. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to die yet. So I mean, it's every it's someone who has every reason to want to die. If he had, if he felt like he knew absolutely for sure where he was going and things were going to be great, still did not want to die. Um, and around the, around that same time too, not to, not to go on too long here, but there was a, a, a movie came out called Blood Diamond. The, the theme song for that movie was written by a rap artist, Nas. <laughs> and the, the hook for that song stuck with me. Uh, it started, it started with, um, everybody wants heaven, but nobody wants dead. 
So okay. That that resonated. That all happened to me along the this, this, So as a, that as was a, like a Bermuda summer. It's like a, so. <laughs> a Bermuda Triangle for you that said, you know what, I don't need to get in the ministry. No, then I, I oh. uh, switch flipped and I wanted to go into medical research. Oh, okay. it's, it's, it was part of a long process, okay. but that was kind of like the, the final straw, I guess. All right. So you're so that got you into looking into how to live forever? It did. Yeah. I yeah. became actually very interested in, in um the, Because I too fields don't want to longevity die. research. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to die either. So uh, Yeah, I mean I you talk to I think you ask uh just random people on the street. And or your family. I've had these conversations with family and friends and, you know, a lot of them will be like, well, of course, you know, I want to live a long life, but I eventually want to die. It's selfish of me to not want, you know, I want to leave things to my kids and pass things on and move on. It's but not I selfish think if you catch, to want to live forever. I think if you catch anybody in a moment of honesty, like I think everybody wants to, no one wants to so die. So my concern, though, for living for living forever, you see it in the vampire movies. You know, vampires, they live forever, right? They're immortal. So sure. how do they accumulate all this wealth? What if What if you live forever, but you're like just You're just broke. destitute <laughs> just the entire broke time? all the time. <laughs> you like, don't learn any <laughs> lessons? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you somehow gain nothing from the entire experience of being a thousand years old. You're still in the street corner, you know? So, you're, so you'd have to be 100% honest <laughs> in all your dealings and transactions. Yeah. You can, <laughs> so that would be my luck. You know, I'd, I'd, get, I'd gain immortality with, with my current checkbook, and that would just be depressing. That wouldn't be the best life, I guess. I mean, no. Just thinking about me, <laughs> not living my best immortal life. So, I mean, what do we do? I mean, we are a more longer lived, I guess. Um, you hear about people, but I mean, is there is there a way to, I mean, apart from downloading your consciousness, I guess, into the cloud or what Ooh, is it? That's an interesting concept. So that's called the singularity. Um, oh, they're really. Yeah. <laughs> You just came up God with it. Dang it! I, <laughs> you know, we try to plan this stuff, but that was kind of an accident. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised. Really, I think it works well. We're, okay. we're going with it, right? Okay. We're going with it. Yeah, we're going, going with it. it. I mean, it's actually kind of nice. I was really like talking, and I was getting mad because. Uh, well, so, dude, so what's well, I was a pastor too once. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So uh, 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 there was a book that came out right before I started this job. Called, well, you did uh, study a lot of religious stuff, though, didn't you? Didn't you study religion? I, I, well, I went to a Catholic school. Oh, I thought you were like a theology major or something like that. No, I was a philosophy minor. I should okay. have been a theology minor. Okay. I go to church a lot. <laughs> and, I, and I studied Ghost. a lot of philosophy while I was at... Okay, sorry to interrupt. So what's, tell me about the singularity, because I'm, in, I'm intrigued, because I, I can't believe I thought of something that was... I know. Actually, it's so it natural. Has a, it has a word. I know. That's what threw me off. It has a word. So the idea is that uh, the singularity is when uh, computers can house human consciousness. And okay, cool. So Man I read a, and machine merge. I read... Uh, it's The Singularity is Near. It's by, by Ray Kurzweil. Uh, he's a futurist, like a legit futurist. And I've been reading about him. He uh, created a machine that could produce classical music and got to meet with Lyndon Johnson. And Ooh. Yeah. Lyndon okay. Johnson. Lyndon B. Johnson? Of, or the, C. Bain, Johnson? of the Baines Johnsons? I believe so, although <laughs> okay. I haven't read that book. Have you ever heard about that book about like the nine-volume story of Lyndon Johnson's life? No, I haven't. It's written by a... a Lyndon Baines Johnson? Yeah, but like his, his like history as he was majority leader in the house i can't remember but when he was in congress he was like the most masterful congressional yes. manipulator of of all time i heard and he was I, a master and i've wanted to actually sit down and read it because interesting several people tell me it's interesting but but we're talking about ray kurzweil and kurzweil wrote a book talking about how we're sort of at the sort of technological cusp of when 
uh, all these things are going to sort of come into play, which will be a combination of bio-nanotechnology, of sort of next generation computational ability. And in, in, in honesty, it's kind of one of the reasons why I want to start doing this show, because when I read that book, I was like, wow, you know, there's, we're really in this moment in history when you're a lot of technology is going to get past the tipping point. Like all these things that I was told are going to happen when I was, you know, 20 years old in the 90s. It's like, oh, yeah, genetic engineering going to be a thing. Well, finally, it actually is a thing. Right? Yeah, it's and, getting there. And so, um, so Kurzweil uh, now works at Google. And so when we started talking about the show, because this is kind of a, a topic Tyler brought up, I thought, oh, yeah, I'll do the singular. And he's like, we should go talk about Rick Kurzweil because he's at Google. And he's got this, like, super <laughs> secret project. It's like, oh, that sounds really cool. Google's going to do, like, you know, Google Soul or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. It's like, that seems like a Kurzweil project. Altered Keep your loved ones around. So I thought, it's but like no, 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 no. of Black Mirror, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so and, and at the same time, I wanted to look and see what university technologies were there related to, like, human consciousness and, and artificial uh-huh. intelligence interface. So the only university technologies I found, which were really cool, but they were largely uh, related to simulating neural networks. And so... Uh, there's a really cool technology that I found that's related to using these uh, interrelated neural networks in order to do image processing. And so mm. you have algorithms on algorithms on algorithms that are able to tease out specific uh, denoted points that differentiate, differentiate objects. And we've done image recognition, artificial intelligence before. The thing that makes these different is, is that you, know, you have all these networks on top of there. And so it was a little disappointing to sort of go looking for immortality and finding super efficient image processing. But I felt a little bit better because mm. Ray Kurzweil's real big deliverable at Google, the, the Google Singularity Project, you know what it is? Do you have Gmail? Yeah. Yeah. You know when you, you answer an email and it's got those automated responses? I'll be right there. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we're going to doing at Google. <laughs> huh. And I, I'm not going to lie. It's like, wow, that's pretty cool, but it was a, a little bit of a letdown. <laughs> so the singularity yeah. is is automated email responses and who's super efficient, you know, image processing. I got to so, say most of those automated responses are pretty close to yeah. what I want to say, but I don't know if I've ever actually clicked them just I mean, because I can't support that sort of mind reading technology. I, I get really weird emails, so mine never work. <laughs> It's so, like, no, the bison on the left. You know? <laughs> who would say that, right? So would you consider the automated response to actually be you? Is that you living? <laughs> oh, man. Way to blow my mind. Oh, wow. Yeah. Way to out-philosophy mind oh. or me. That's a, pretty, that's a pretty poor singularity. Okay, so it? I'm just going to retreat to my seat and <laughs> think about what I've done. <laughs> All right, so apart from uploading yourself into the cloud. Um, Which he, I think he, he predicted would happen by 2030. Was that an original prediction? 2054. Now it's, tw- I bl- oh, th- was it always 2054? I think so. I okay, 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 okay. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay, so apart from then, you know, Q to a futurist is a really specific numbers because you got to be very specific, right? If you say yeah. twenty thirty, it sounds like you're sort of spitballing. You say twenty fifty four, it sounds like there's some math behind it. Yeah, that one's for you, Ray Kurzweil. Okay, <laughs> all right. So when so good good pro tip for the listeners if we want to you want to BS a prediction, make sure it's some kind of an uneven oddball number that seems awfully specific. Yes. Weirdly specific. Weirdly specific. Yeah. Okay. And then you so, put it on a billboard and you stand on the so street corner. We will have uh, bio, <laughs> bio-printed, fully capable human pancreases. That are on delicious. All, 
that are also delicious and chock full of vitamin C. Tastes like monkey. <laughs> with the sousant of a bald eagle um, on August 15th, 2019. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's that's tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to push it out, man. You got to push it out. <laughs> 2029. There, there it is. Go. 2029. That's okay. That's maybe doable. Um, so, all right. This thing has completely gone nuts. Tyler, is there, are there any other technologies that we can use to lengthen Charlie our wants lives? to live forever. Because Help him out. I I do. I want to outlive my kids. So there, let's yeah, make this happen. Yeah. So besides just downloading your consciousness into a computer and having a virtual you, which may or may not even be you, debatable, and may or may not even be doable by True. 2054, uh, there's actual biological technology. So uh, there's a whole um, a whole research area on radical life extension. Um, uh, there's there's an institution called SEN, Strategies for Engineered Negligible Senescence. Senescence is interesting. Wait, so, what? what sena? Huh? Senescence. So, cell senescence. Is that where you go by, like, never mind. That's, so, no, that's so, an Aldi. So, so this is, so th- th- this eventually <laughs> happens. I was thinking of Sensi. Ah. The, sorry, go ahead. So, eventually, your cells stop dividing. There's, there's like a built in uh, limit to how many times your cells can divide. And it's different for different cell types, it's maybe even different for different people. Um, has to do with with telomeres and all sorts of other things we don't need to get into today. But what what what's important is at some know? point your cells. Can you know when that's going to happen? You know, if you get possible, possibly we could predict it. Uh, possibly with with genotyping. I don't know. That's a good good question. Sorry. Um, Go ahead. Continue. At Sorry. some point, cells become senescent, so they stop dividing. And there's good reasons for this to have this mechanism in place. Um, it is a protective mechanism against cancer. So senescent cells can't become cancer cells. They're just, they're, they're rigidly stuck with, they basically lost their accelerator pedal. Like it's all break on okay. a senescent cell. Uh, problems though, senescent cells, uh, send, they send out different signals and they can, they can tell their buddies to also become senescent. Um, and this has now been a well-documented uh, part of the aging process is cells and all your tissues becoming senescent. Um, they're also referred to as zombie cells because that senescence can be transferred to, sur- to nearby neighborly surrounding cells. So researchers at Mayo Clinic have developed a therapy to target senescent cells. So this is senolytic therapy. So it's, it's, it's cytolytic. So it, it, it bursts the cells. It kills the cells, but it specifically targets only the non-dividing, the, the, the huh. senolytic cells. Um, and they use a, it's a combination therapy. So it's a, it's a combination of an already FDA approved drug for, uh, leukemia Hmm. actually, along with a a naturally derived plant product that's, that's found in, in a number of different plants. It's going to be, it's naturally, um, antioxidative. So it's enriched in, um, in like red wines and tomatoes and blueberries and stuff like that. Um, and so they, they use these in a, a unique combination to actually target your senescent cells. Um, and, uh, they're doing clinical trials with this actually. So what does it they affect? Are what does doing, it do? So it, so by removing all these zombie or dead cells, uh, they can actually sort of, uh, make you more youthful. Like, like, like literally. dead wood. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's, it's, it's clearing away that debris or dead wood. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Where? Which cells? So for. All of them? Well, so for example, they're, they're starting off with a clinical trial for idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. So this is a, it's a rare but uh, progressive and fatal disease, about 15,000 people in the U.S. annually. So it's, it's caused by scarring of, of lung tissue, which eventually uh, results in basically 
asphyxiation. You're, mm. you, you stop being able to bring in oxygen. Wow. Um, they've had, they had very promising trials, uh, preclinical trials, very promising animal studies. They showed uh, with this senolytic targeted therapy, they could remove that scarred lung tissue. Those are the scarring, the, the lung tissue is being uh, created by senescent cells. So oh. they can, they can is basically that, erase those and remove them. Is that what scar tissue is then? Or is it just at in least this in, particular at case? least in this particular case, I can't speak to all of it. Okay, perhaps all scar tissue is senescent cells. I don't know that for sure. Um, that's uh, actually a really good question. Yeah, I don't know. I shouldn't. That's something that wounds are complicated. Maybe yeah. our listeners can 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 re, can respond to us, get back to us on that. <laughs> Maybe someone can chime in. Um, but anyway, they're about to start clinical trials. So uh, they've done a little bit in people already, again, just to show that it's safe and non-toxic, uh, their therapy, which it should have been. It's uh, just a naturally occurring plant product that people have been taking uh, for antioxidant uh, anyway, and then uh, they, a drug already FDA approved. So, so they're really close. Yeah. So this cool. could, uh, if they can show proof of concept, then in this one disease, maybe they can branch out to other diseases that are uh, in large part caused by senescence, cell have they, senescence. Have they talked about other other areas they might explore if this works? Um, so other areas, I mean, it could include, you know, macular degeneration, a lot of different mm. um, um Ophthalmological diseases. Uh, it could be it all, could all sorts of things. Aging, right. I mean, that's it's, basically. It's, it's a large part of the aging. Yeah. So cell senescence is um, a large part of the aging process. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, basically, the, the promises Charlie or Tyler's describing the cellular mechanism by which people die. Okay. Boom. So I mean, get so, on it. so I mean, like in mice, they literally they you, these researchers give mice senescent cells. And a, a young mouse becomes an old mouse. They remove the cells, and it becomes a young mouse again. Okay, baby boomers, you guys are the ones with all the money, so start throwing it at it. Let's go. Yeah. They, who do they need to call to, to do it? I oh, know the links are in the notes. So program notes. All right. Well, yep. Anything else? I don't think. All so. right. I think on that note, I think it's time to come to ground. Um, check out those uh, the program notes for the feature technologies. We're going to link to those. Tyler, going to get us some links so that uh, so that all you well healed baby boomers who want to live forever can. Help Charlie it, live forever, help too. Help me live forever. It's really, I want to live forever. It's about me. It really is. Um, not even kidding. All right. So thank you to our sponsor, Unimed, the Technology Transfer and Commercialization Office for the University of Nebraska Medical Center, and UNO, the University of Nebraska at Omaha, who is also the proud owner of KVNO Studios, where we do our recording. Thank you very much. For Tyler Sher and Joe Runke, I'm Charlie Litton saying thank you for, thank you for joining us on Unimed's Innovation Overground.